Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Yeah, Jessica went out with this guy named Adam that she met on a blind date. It was set up by friends. They went to Carabas. They seemed to hit it off pretty well. He physically is her type, you know, dark hair, medium build, very nice guy, nice smile. Creative. Works at Funny. a marketing agency. Mm-hmm. You had the chemistry to it. And as far as Jessica was concerned, it was a great date. Couldn't have asked for anything more. A couple of hours, Italian food. I, I'm guessing that you had a glass or two of wine. Uh, one or two. <laughs> one or two. Glasses or bottles? Glasses. Glasses of wine. There okay. you go. <laughs> it was a Tuesday night. Okay. And, and when he walked you to your car, was there a kiss or just a hug? It was just a hug. Just but a hug. Um, it seemed like super warm. Yeah, so it felt good. It didn't feel cold. It didn't feel like he was trying to blow you off or anything. No, it felt super warm. He said, I mean, he said he was going to call to see when we could meet again. Right. I mean, I I felt, like, connected, um, especially in comparison to, like, any of the other first dates I've been <laughs> on, you know? Yeah. So you, you've done this enough to know the difference. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I have. I feel like I have. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to call Adam and... We're going to find out what he thought of Jessica. Hopefully he's willing to shed a little more light on this from his side, from his point of view. Hello. Adam? Yes. Hey, man, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? I'm doing all right. How are you, Jeff and Jen? <laughs> Pretty good, Adam. We're good. Hello. Do you know why we're calling you? I'm going to guess that this is a second date update. Yeah. I would guess it's about Jessica. It is Jessica, correct. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll make it easy for you. Uh, I know that she's on the line. And yes, I will go out with her again. And yes, you can pay for dinner because, yeah, I really did like her. I, I actually thought she was a really great girl. So why didn't you call her back or text yeah. her? What is the deal here? Hello. Why do we have to jump in and, at all here? I, I, I honestly didn't mean for it to like get to this point. I've just been really busy. I get really busy at work. And I was actually going to call her. It, it, it's, really, it's really kind of stupid. Um, <laughs> I love stupid. But, what do you got? Well, I, there were just a few things that happened at dinner that maybe I mis- got misconstrued or maybe I misunderstood. And our friends that set us up, I talked with them and got some things cleared up because they had asked me how the date had gone, of course. You know, they're the ones who set the whole thing up. And Well, I- I'm sorry to interrupt, dude. I'm just kind of lost and confused. What What did you have to talk to them to clear up? Did something go wrong? Well, she just 
she made a couple of sarcastic remarks uh, about some of the kids that were sitting close by at the restaurant. And I just kind of took that that she didn't like kids. And quite frankly, I want kids. I, I actually want a bunch of kids. Uh-huh. Um, but I talked to our friends about it, and it's, I guess she actually really likes kids. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm glad you had them to talk yeah. to. <laughs> another, here is the other thing, though, is she kind of giggled a lot and just kept on flipping her hair, and I, I kind of took that as uh, a, um, I don't know, kind of like a giddy kind of... Uh, Flighty sort of arrogant thing to do. Uh, you know, like, a, and I hate to put it this way, but kind of like that, that typical blonde stereotype kind of thing. Right. Um, not that blonde women are unattractive or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, you better watch I, that. It, but the typical blonde stereotype, mm. and it turns out I guess she does that when she's nervous. So okay, she also kept on saying how she loves this shop, and apparently <laughs> she's like really good with money. And I thought that I thought it was something else that she was one of those girls that just ran up all her credit cards and bought all this crap that she didn't really need. But like I said, it was stupid. And I talked to our friends; they cleared it up. And I was going to call her, but I've just been so busy that I just I want to take some time to actually chat instead of being rushed through a phone call while, while I'm trying to eat lunch or something. Wow, that was like a whole laundry list of stuff that he just listed. Well, isn't, it fa- isn't it fascinating the assumptions we make, though, about people when the, when they're doing things or saying things and, and you were, like, totally off base? Yeah. you Are you hearing all this, Jessica? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know why, Adam, I, I would have told you all of that if you asked me. I mean... I will go out to dinner with you again on the condition that whenever you're confused, you ask questions. Because I would have told you everything that our friends told you. And I'll promise to do the same thing. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. No, I appreciate that. Of course, I agree. Of course, I want to see you again. So I, I think it's just more of a misunderstanding than anything, and letting me letting my mind take over. I love it when second date update drives itself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it makes well, it so much easier. I think we're very lucky. I think that their friends did our job for Certainly. us. Certainly, yeah, here, very much. That they jumped in and mm-hmm. uh, explained. But that, but how helpful is that though? That you have people sort of to stand up and vouch for you. Yeah, that both parties know and feel mm-hmm. comfortable to have that conversation with yep but in the future we would like it to be us <laughs> it would be us or you know even better just communicate between the two of you when you're out to dinner if you have a question well, in, in the future i, I just even hope that i don't get radio. another second date update call because yeah. i mean it didn't work out with jessica <laughs> very true all right well adam thanks for just taking the call and jessica congratulations we're going to send you both to dinner We're going to pay for it. Thank you for coming on Second Date Update, and we wish you both good luck. Thank you, guys.
Mm. All right. Happy endings. They do happen. Sure. We love it when it, when they do. Mm-hmm. So we'd like to make one happen for you. If you've been out on a first date, you haven't heard back, 513-749-2320. Or you can email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Science has a final answer on the age-old question, does money, can money really buy you happiness? We'll give you the final answer coming up. Also, you're saving an insane amount of time if you eat out a lot. And if you do, this will make you feel good. Also, you're washing your hands wrong. We have a lot to get you caught up on. The latest news that didn't make the news is next. Beautiful day ahead. Lots of sunshine. A high of only 53, but each day it's going to get a little warmer. And with the sun, it'll feel warmer than that. Yes, it will. Right now it's 35 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. 51-year-old Philip Cheeg. Was it a convenience store in Daytona Beach, Florida on Sunday, and the clerk accused him of stealing a $1 can of beer? The store didn't want to press charges, even though Philip had shoplifted from them before, so if he would just walk away, we never would have heard about this, but Philip could not let it go. Because he was claiming he wasn't stealing it? He was claiming he was innocent. He was determined to prove he didn't steal a dollar's worth of beer. Okay. <laughs> so he called 911 to tell the police he was innocent. Mm-hmm. The dispatcher told him, that's not an appropriate call for 911. And guess what? Now the cops are headed to the store. Of course they are. Dummy. Mm-hmm. When they got there and started talking to the staff, Philip called 911 again to say he hadn't done it. Then he called back again and again and again. <laughs> By the time the cops walked up to him, he was on his ninth 911 call. Oh, my call. God. Come on, dude. So he was arrested for misuse of 911, but not shoplifting, oddly enough. Oh, well, hey. So, hey, message received. <laughs> How about this story? This is pretty cool. This um, this Vietnam 70-year-old named Philip Brooks, he went to a Waffle House for breakfast earlier this month in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and right after he walked in, a guy tried to rob the place with an AK-47. Oh, my God. But Philip is an Army veteran who did two tours of duty in Vietnam, so he has seen a lot of AK-47s, and he could tell that this AK-47 was fake. Okay. Well, that's good. He noticed that it didn't have a trigger. And a few parts that should have been metal were actually made of wood. Meanwhile, everyone else thought it was real, and one woman even ran into the bathroom to call 911. Mm-hmm. But Philip just called the guy out for using a fake gun and told the cashier not to give him any money. And then he hit him in the nose with his cane <laughs> and used it and used it to try to knock the the fake gun away. Apparently, the other customers figured out at this point that it was a fake gun because they jumped in to help and chased the guy out. I walked in to get my breakfast like I usually do, and he came right in behind me. He ran up to the cash register, started demanding the money. Give me all our money in a drawer. Open a drawer. No trigger guard, no trigger, no receiver group. All the working parts were missing. <laughs> I just told the girl, I said, don't give him anything. That's a fake gun. Well, I basically, I kept trying to hit him with a cane. Of course, he kept batting away with the barrel of the rifle, and I kept batting the barrel of the rifle away. Well, my first three years, I was in the infantry, 11 Bravo and then 11 Charlie. And I did two tours in Vietnam, so I got to see a lot of AK-47s. Yeah. Wow. Right? 
That's awesome. As of last night, police were still looking for the suspect. Philip ended up with a small bruise on his hand, but that's about it. The same time, if that were my dad, I'd be like, Dad, yep. what were you, you could doing? have really gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. Yep. You do your job, Dad'll do his that's job. That's right. <laughs> Apparently, we have all been washing our hands wrong our entire lives. Researchers in Scotland recently found that just soaping them up and rubbing them together actually leaves a lot of bacteria behind. In fact, the best way to wash them is how doctors and nurses do it. It's more complicated, but it does get rid of almost twice as much bacteria. Here are the six steps. Use soap and water and rub your hands together like you normally would, but keep scrubbing and interlock your fingers. Okay. Do we still have to sing happy birthday while we do or it? Or ABCs. Oh, yeah. ABCs, okay. You have to sing both at the same time. <laughs> rub one r- rub one hand over the back of your other hand All right. and interlace your fingers while you're doing that. This is really hard. How do you inter... Like this. Uh, like this. Ah, yeah. There you go. Really? I've actually don't, seen doctors do that. I was going to say, don't yeah. you watch Grey's Anatomy when they're in the scrub room? Yeah, they're, they're always they're doing, doing it right. This. So the fingers on one hand should be scrubbing between the fingers on your other one, but okay. from the back. All right. All right. Now repeat that with the other hand. What? <laughs> Redo it. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. What are you like doing? This. Macrame over there? Like this. And then you uh, flip over the other way. Or is way. it this way? Yeah. And no, then uh, this way. Yeah. You could do either or. All right. On now, grays, they do both. Now cup your hands, hook them together. And twist them from side to side. Like this. Yeah, there you go. You kind of have to see it to get it. But basically, the palms of your hands are scrubbing the backs of your fingers. Okay. All right. And finally. uh, That I've seen. Interlock the webbing between your thumbs like you're trying to shake hands with yourself. Oh, yeah. Now scrub like that for a few seconds. Focus on one thumb area first. This ridiculous. Wow. We're going to be in the bathroom a really long time. Then do it with your other (laughs) hand. And uh, one more thing, use the tips of your fingers to scrub the palm of your other hand and then rinse. Wow. I mean, what are they going to think I'm doing in the bathroom when I'm gone this long? And now you have really raw hands. (laughs) No kidding. Good job. Where's the lotion? Okay. Call it a hunch, but I'm guessing these roommates met on Craigslist. A 28-year-old guy in Wichita, Kansas, got home last week and asked his 46-year-old roommate how his new job was going. And the roommate responded by attacking him with a sword. So I'm assuming the job wasn't going very well. Mm-hmm. He had that reaction. Mm-hmm. He wound up cutting him on the neck and hands. Then they headed outside, and the roommate grabbed a machete oh my God. to keep the fight going. Sword versus machete. Finally, the police came and arrested him before he could do any more damage. He was arrested for aggravated battery, domestic violence, and criminal damage to property. Wow. <laughs> you ever have a confrontation like that with a roommate? Any kind of fallout? Oh, God, never a confrontation like that. I had a friend who moved to Cincinnati uh, for a job, and I had a home, and he said, can I rent a room for a while while I find a place to live? And I said, sure. So we signed a six-month Deal, right? Mm-hmm. He lost the job after the second month. Mm. Couldn't, couldn't pay me. Stayed at home and drank rum all day. Hey. To the, to the, no, <laughs> no, not good. Not the, not not a good drunk. Oh. Uh, he would take his Jeep out, drunk driving on. Oh, did gosh. lawn jobs, hit a pole. Uh, yeah, I ended up having to like tell him I was... Evict him. And I was kind of scared of him. I had to tell him that I was selling the house so he would move out. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. 
And then, oh, it's crazy. It's a bad time in the market. I couldn't sell it. It's crazy. Uh, was he ever physical with you? Not with me, but he was with a lot of other people, and it was scary. It wow. really was. Wow. I really I was a little, like when he drank, not when he was sober. Yeah. But like, yeah. Okay. And if he's drinking all the time. Yeah, so now all, all my other friends always refer to him as Bleephole Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Understandably. Yeah. I've only ever had, like, severe verbal altercations with my roommates, you know, like picking up after yourself when my one. Well, there was the toenail The incident. toenail was the final one. What? Yeah, I was walking through the living room, and in the carpet were the toenails, and I got stabbed in the foot by the toenail. I remember and I'm how like, mad you, you were. <laughs> you lost, out of here. You lost your mind. Yeah, you were really pissed. That was pretty good. I mean, good. why are you cutting your toenails in the living room in the first place? And even if you are, pick it up. Oh, I'm so pissed. That got you going. I mean, needless to say, yeah. that was the eviction notice right there. Mm-hmm. Tape the toenails nail to a piece of tape and just say you have 30 days jen have you even had a roommate i don't oh, think you've God, ever had a roommate in college oh, i yeah, had yeah. tons of oh, them yeah. in college because well. i would have three or four at a time right you know and i, and I can remember the first roommate experience you know because i'm an only child so i never had to share or do anything you know in anybody else's space and i was living in an apartment with three other girls and the biggest issue that we would have is we would all go grocery shopping together and we would buy all of this food and then we would split the bill four ways and i can remember coming home getting all excited to have some macaroni and cheese and lisa ate it all yeah. <laughs> and it was just kind of like really Lisa put her money in, though. I know, exactly. <laughs> I paid that was a quarter the, of that exa- mac and cheese. Right. And so then after a while of that, we're like, okay, this area of the refrigerator is yours. And this is it. Yours. And right. I only lived with them for a semester. And then I moved out and moved in with two other girls. Because Lisa were, ate too much. Because Lisa ate way too much. <laughs> she, would, she would make the macaroni and cheese, and she would take a huge wooden spoon and eat it directly out of the pan. Oh. Directly out of the pot. Right. Yep. And she would eat it all. Jeff, have you ever had a roommate? I've been so lucky I have. I had Don and Terry both. These were two women. We shared a house together and they were awesome. We all got along great. We never had a problem. The rest of my the rest of my years I've I've lived with, you know, girlfriends. Mm-hmm. It's really been it. I've been lucky. I haven't had any major it's issues. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 513-749-2320 though. We don't have a ton of time to spend on this, but uh, if you got a really really Good nightmare roommate story. We'd love to hear it. 513-749-20. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen. It's 750. Beautiful day ahead. Sunny skies, high of 53. Right now it's 35 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Talking about this guy in Kansas who asked his roommate last week how his new job was going. And the roommate, evidently, I guess the job's not going that well because the roommate flipped out, responded by attacking him with a sword, cutting the guy's neck and hands, and got arrested for battery and domestic violence. Crazy. Talk about a nightmare roommate story. What is your nightmare roommate story? Amanda. I live at Wright State my freshman year of college, and I roomed with two of my friends from school and they just happened to be sisters Mm -hmm. well it was kind of like her story we went grocery shopping together and i would eat when i left before class and eat when i got back when i come back and all the food's gone their parents bought them chests and had them like lock all their food up because they were giving it away and saying i ate it all so i like ended up getting my own chest and putting it under my bed because 
they were like hiding all of the food. That's I, funny. Yeah, I would recommend that to anybody. That's, that's what you have yeah, to do. Really, I ended up going to a single, <laughs> to a single, yeah, uh, room after that. Yeah, wow. I don't blame you, Patrick. Well, when I was in college, I had a guy who claimed that he practiced Tai Chi, <laughs> and uh, one night we were, of course, we were all sober. Uh, he convinced us he could run through a wall. Oh, and uh, <laughs> he's about six foot four, two hundred pounds, and he ran through the wall, but met but met a stud. Oh! We had a <laughs> a gaping hole in the wall, and had to lie to our landlord as to what happened. Yeah, we lost a security deposit. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. Thanks, so, Patrick. Thank that you. That was Bye-bye. a good one. <laughs> Let's go to Gwen. Hi. Hi, Gwen. Give us your nightmare roommate story, Gwen. Well, I had a Vegetti C, and I think my roommate thought it was for a different purpose. Right. <laughs> Is that right? Uh, Have a good morning. <laughs> she thought it was a neck massager. Yes. It doesn't vibrate, I checked. <laughs> That is not yours. <laughs> Jennifer. Good morning. Give Good morning. us your nightmare roommate story. Um, my first year in college was a guy that I grew up with. We went to high school together, and he would use my toothbrush. Oh. And the reason I knew it was because he would leave it in the shower because he brushed his teeth in the shower. Ew. Oh, my God. And, and he also used toilet paper, not... Not to go number two. Right, he right. used it to go number one. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> so we're still mm. friends, but it took a while after we didn't live together anymore. Yeah, cooling off period. It, living with somebody <laughs> is just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm a Nazi about my toothbrush. I don't even share my toothbrush with my husband. So. Yeah. We understand why. Thank yeah. you, Jennifer. <laughs> 754 with Jeff and Jen. Sunny skies today. High of 53. Right now it's 35 at Q102. With a case to be presented in front of Jeff and Jen's jury, please welcome Virginia to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Hello, Virginia. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Good morning, Virginia. Happy to have you. What can we help you with? Well, I'm I'm in a bit of a situation, (laughs) to say the least, with my fiancé, and I could just really use some input from you guys and your jury. Okay. I'm getting married. Am I soon in August? Congratulations. And I'm sure my wonderful fiance, he's great, but we're having a really big difference of opinions when it comes to work. Okay. Um, I was just offered my dream job. I mean, my dream job, something that I have been working towards and hoping for for years at a really great company. Nice. I mean, since we're, yeah, I know, right? It's really exciting. I mean, since we're on air, you know, I don't want to tell what my salary and everything, you know, the details, what it would be like. But, right. but just basically I'd be making twice what I'm making now. Wow. Um, we're talking like a serious increase in pay and just doing more what I want to do. And the issue is that my fiance isn't supporting me and wanting to take the job because my ex would be working in the same building. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. I mean, I, I wouldn't be working for him and just be in the same building. So I don't even know if I'd see him that much. I was going to say, how big is that building? Yeah. 
I mean, it's pretty big. And I, I, that's basically what I said to him. Like, I told my fiance, he has nothing to worry about. I don't have any feelings for this ex other than friendship. And it's a really, really good offer. That, and I want to take it. And I just, I think he's being insecure and a little possessive and even kind of controlling. Wow. Well, if the building is the size of the Great American Tower. (laughs) (laughs) Or P&G. It's not quite that big, but it is a big office building. I don't think I'd see that much. Wow. Oh, oh, man. How do you say no to this, though? I know. It's doubling your salary. It's your dream job. I mean, he's got a... And he's not budging. I'm getting angry about it. He's not budging. He's so serious about how against this he is and that's kind of why I want you guys to kind of come in and tell him to chill and support me because this is really really exciting for me this is a big deal it's huge for me okay Okay. is he around does he does he have any interest in joining the conversation does he know you're calling us he's like right in the other room should I go get him yeah okay yeah I've been listening uh, patiently to this so I'm sorry say that again I think patiently everything she's been saying. Oh, sorry, you're dude, you're terrible. completely broken up. Let me say, is that any better? Yeah, a little TV. bit. A little better? I went outside, so. Yeah, that might help. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. That's okay. That's okay. How are you doing today? Good. <laughs> so we're listening to your wife tell us the story, and we were hoping you could kind of shed some light on this from your perspective. What is it about this arrangement that's got you so freaked out? I mean, I, I listened to what she told you, and she definitely left a couple important things out of the story. Like? Um, I mean, first of all, when she was seeing this guy, he was her boss, and he was married. That's Ooh. one. Okay. Yeah, and then, okay. so then the wife, the wife caught them in the affair. They broke the affair off, and then this dude stayed married. Okay. Uh, so he's still married to the woman that... He was married to when your wife was involved your with Your fiancé. Your yeah. fiancé, yeah. No, no, that was like three years ago, and that's when we started dating, and now he's divorced. <laughs> so as far as anyone knows, he's single. That's that's where I'm getting at. It's like, okay. I'm that dude. I don't, I don't trust him. I don't trust him for anything. So I'm like, if he gets her in that building, I know he's going to make a move for sure. Oh, wow. But don't you trust your fiancé? I don't see the problem there. Like, what if he The does? thing is, it's not, it's not about me trusting my fiancé. It's about this person who's already proven that he's not trustworthy from the get-go. Mm. And so now he's going into her world, and this is her big dream job. And I get it. She's super talented, and the money is amazing. She's going to have plenty of other opportunities. I'm just saying this isn't the one. Wow. Hey, I hear you, but I have no interest in him. I love you. I'm marrying you. There's no other guy on this planet that I have any interest in. So I just need you to trust me. This is an awesome, awesome opportunity for us. I mean, think with this money, we can buy the house that we really want. Let's seriously start planning a family. Like, you have to let me do this. I, what, I, what I do trust, I, I do trust that your talent level and your drive is absolutely going to get you not only another job, but a better job than the one that's being offered to you right now without this guy being a part of our world. Oh, boy. This seemed so black and white five minutes ago. <laughs> I know. Ooh, wow. Now it's a tad bit muddy. Okay. But I have no other offers right now. That's the offer I have right now. So let me just, let me just recap this. You're not going to work for him. He's not your boss. You'll just be in the same building together. Exactly. Are you yeah. in the same not department? Even on the same floor. Not on the same yeah. floor. Are you in the same department? Will you be having meetings together? 
I don't think so. I don't know that much for sure yet. Well, I guess there's no way to know for sure. Will you be in the parking lot? Will you be in the coffee shop? Come on. There's so many people in that office, though, babe. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, in his defense, sometimes like people rub you the wrong way. You just have a feeling about it, you know? I know, but I it really get that. But it comes down to trusting me. That's yeah, what I feel like, and that's which I, I understand. Right. Wow. Right. Okay. Let's put this in front of the jury. I'm formulating an opinion now as we speak. <laughs> well, we're going to put this in front of the jury. We want to roll through this very quickly, though, because we've got eight people that we got to get on the air, and we got a limited amount of time to do it all. So let's take the first eight callers at 513-749-2320 to serve as our jury. Does Virginia take a job that will double her salary? Dream job. This is her dream today. job. But it means working in the same building as an ex. An ex that she, when she dated him, was married. Now he's not. Man. 513-749-2320. Take the job. Don't take the job. 513-749-2320. Okay. Virginia is engaged to James. Virginia got an offer for her dream job. Doubling her salary. Mm -hmm. Pretty sweet. Yeah. And she really wants to take it, but James doesn't want her to take the job because she has an ex that works there. I understand. An ex that used to be her boss Mm -hmm. and was also married at the time that she was seeing him. He is no longer married, and as far as everyone knows, he's single. Right. So James does not want her in the environment, even though she won't be directly working under him. And she doesn't even really know how much contact she's going to have with the guy because it's a pretty big place. James still doesn't want her in the same building because right. they'll be in the parking lot. They'll be in the coffee shop. They'll be they might around see each, each other. other. Yeah. And he does not trust the guy at all. So understandable. He does not want her to take the job. So the big question is, should she take it or should she say no? You're right. With that, we go directly to Jeff and Jen's jury. Becky, does she take the job or not take the job? Absolutely take the job. If this ex moved into the building and got a job after she was there, would her fiancé or husband make her quit because now he's in the building? Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. They can't live on a what-if situation. Very good point, Becky. Thank you. Uh-huh. Kelly, does she take the job or not? She absolutely takes the job. She should be supporting her, and she should have more trust in her. Barb, you're up. Juror number three, does she take the job or not? Take it. Take Put it. Put on your it. resume and move on. You betcha, Barb. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Doug. Yep. Take the job or not? I would say no. Don't, Don't take do the job. Don't take the job. Hmm. Thank you, Doug. You're welcome. Janelle. Take the job. Absolutely take it. Thanks, uh, Janelle. Uh, all about women empowerment right about now, it feels like. Seems doesn't it? to be. <laughs> Stacy. Good morning. Does Virginia take the job or not? No way. No. Too tempting? It, it's just not worth it. It's not worth the worry for the husband. It's I, for peace of mind and yes, it's not worth the worry. All right. All right. Stacey, put you down Thank for a no. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great day, guys. You too. You too. Dale Ann. Yeah. Does Virginia take the job or does she go with her husband's wishes and not take the job? I think she should take the job. All right. Okay. Kathy. Definitely take the job, because if she doesn't take the job, she will resent her fiancé for and blame him for missing that opportunity. And he has to trust her. It does come down to an issue of him 
not trusting her because she, she will be the one making the decision if she was going to, you know, reignite that relationship with her ex anyway. Right. So it, it is an issue of trust, and she has to take the job because she will resent him if she does it. All mm-hmm. right. Thank you, Kathy. Okay. So that is eight jurors. Jen, Fritch, Tim, and I are the remaining four. Mm-hmm. Jen, what say you? I say she takes the job. I, I have remained in a building working with an ex. It's completely doable and manageable. It's possible. I think if she doesn't want any part of him, they'll be fine. All right. Tim, what does she do? Uh, you know, everyone has a past, and I feel that she needs to take the job. He needs to trust her or he's going to lose her. Yep. All right, Fritch. I agree with these two. It's a huge trust issue. Trust her. Take the job. Okay. I say take the job as well. Well, there you have it. So how many did we have? Two or three no's? It is two no's. So it is 10 in favor of taking the job. Two no's. Two no's. Okay. All right, Virginia James, you still there? I am, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, James, I think if Virginia is going to cheat, she's going to cheat. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, and I'm not, guys. I'm not. I mean, I, I guess, I guess I'm just going to have to be more trusting. But at the same time, it's like I, I have, you know, I, I have to be, my, you know, I, it's a I look. I get it. About it. It's scary. Aren't relationships a risk anyway? Yeah, but I mean, a leopard doesn't change its spots. You know what I mean? But when you reference the leopard that can't change its spots, keep in mind there were two people involved in that relationship. Very true. I was so thinking the same thing. Who is it that you don't trust? Him or her? Yeah, I think when you run into him at work, there's going to be that awkward first time. You're just going to let him know right then, I'm engaged, I'm off the market, I don't have any interest in you, and he's going to pick up on that vibe. If if you're not going to put out for him, he sounds like a skis bag, he's going to move on to the next person who's available. Yep. yep. I mean, I'm wearing a ring. I feel like I don't even need to say anything, you know? I mean, it does. It takes two people to do this. And, I mean, even if she shows up and she's like, oh, I'm married, I'm off the market, then that guy could just as easily go, oh, well, that's her way of saying that I'm letting you know that this is going to be a little bit of a shake. Wow. I don't know. You just got to – you're worrying about stuff that hasn't even happened yet. Yep. I mean, you're making Thank yourself you. crazy over – a story that you're telling yourself. And, dude, if, if she's going to cheat on you, she doesn't have to work in this building to do it. True. Mm-hmm. True. Right. And she's already gone down the road with this guy, and it ended badly. I Look, I, I, mean, I completely understand, and I, I'm, I'm willing to take a step back and take a deep breath and, and just see how it plays out. Yeah, trust her. I mean, you're, you asked her to marry you. You have to trust her. Open communication, guys. Seriously, please. You know, full disclosure at all times. And I am. Even just going back to this whole situation, I could have not even mentioned that I knew he was working there. That's true. That's true. She was honest. Look, when all is said and done, you guys have to make this call. But I hope the feedback you got here today sheds a different light on it. And look, we're just appreciative that you were willing to go there. Right. Babe, will you let me take the job? Will you listen to these people? (laughs) Will you? I'm definitely, I'm definitely open. To it. It's just hard to process, but I'm definitely open to the conversation. Hey, that's all you can ask, right? I mean, that's better than it was, at least. Yeah, it's a big issue. I get it. Well, we wish you luck, guys. Let us know what happens, how it goes. Thank you all right, so thanks, much, guys. I'm... I really appreciate the help. Mm-hmm, you bet. Thanks again. Me especially. Thank you, guys. Good luck. Take care, guys.
And uh, if we can help settle a dispute for you, if you've got something you'd like us to present to the Jeff and Jen jury, you can shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen, two ends and Jen at WKRQ.com, or uh, give us a call at 513-749-2320. Jen and I went on a date last night. We sure did. As part of Jen's five-day challenge, I was her wingman, and... He's so good at it. I got to tell you, we had some fun. We're going to share with you some audio and some of the highlights from last night's date. Coming up next. Back to my favorite segment. <laughs> Jeff and Jen Morning Show. It's Jen's five-day challenge. Yay! Right. We're having so much fun with this. We are! And I made a proposal a couple of weeks ago that I take Jen on a date. Mm-hmm. Not as a date date, but as your wingman. Yeah, yeah. I have a little experience with this. I've known you for 22 years. Mm -hmm. I feel as though I know you better than most people. I don't think that's inaccurate. No, I don't think so either. I think that's pretty accurate. You know what she's looking for in a man? Yeah. Sure. I've known you through a handful of relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Enough enough failed relationships to definitely see what doesn't work. But right. you have a good idea of what would work. And so, yeah, we, ste- we stepped out. Sure I was did. excited That's for nice. this. We uh, stepped out at Carlo and Johnny mm-hmm. last night. We got there early. They have a new happy hour. Yeah. I love that place. Just the whole ambiance, everything oh, yeah. about it. The vibe. It's very yeah. cozy. And uh, we had Brittany Ruby Miller on yesterday talking mm-hmm. about it. We decided to check it out, and we got there at exactly five on the dot. We didn't waste any time. Nope. Okay, we just walked into Carlo and Johnny. It is five o'clock yep. on the dot. Yep. And we're the first ones here. Well, that's good. We <laughs> have our choice of where to I sit. So this is awesome. Any of the tables that don't have a reserve sign. This would be in the middle of the bar. Pole position. Pole position. We're gonna rock it. You know, normally I would give you crap for showing off your tattoos in a nice swanky joint like this, but <laughs> actually, I think this is a good thing because we want to draw as much attention to you as we can. You know, this is true, and you're really lucky because I almost wore my Converse. Oh, see, that would have been a that would have been a great conversation piece. You're actually supporting a decision like that in this environment. Yes, Converse for conversation. Ooh, we're gonna remember that one. Stop trying to make passes at all these married men. Wedding band. Oh yeah. Yeah. You have <laughs> Something else you got to look for there, Jeffrey. Right. Last time you did this for me, nobody was married. <laughs> hi, hi. Oh my God. It's really kind of creepy because every time a guy comes around my corner, you nod at him and go, hey, how are you? Just being friendly. Oh, my closer, tiny dancer. Are you giving eyes to another guy? Not eyes, just a knowing look. I'm giving a knowing look. This, I think we are giving the complete and total wrong impression here. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? Hey, my name is Jeff. Hey, I'm Craig. Hey, Craig, nice how you, you doing? Listen, um, my friend over there, Jen. Oh, the hot one? Yes, yes, she is hot. Don't you think she's hot? Yeah, yeah. She is a friend of mine. We are strictly platonic. We've been best friends for years. You're not swingers. No, 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 not at all. I gotcha. Got approached like this once before. Oh, I got a little crazy. Yeah. No. You know, with your permission, she would really like to meet you, provided you're not here with anybody else. Uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm I'm single right now. Okay, so is it cool if I... Sure. All right, great. All right. Hi, Craig. It's nice to meet Hi, you. Nice to meet you, too. Mm-hmm. 
Can uh, Jeff buy you a drink? Right. What, are you, what are you drinking? Uh, this is a Mad Tree Cougar. Mad Tree Cougar. How cougar. appropriate. I know. <laughs> I will say that Mr. Sweatpants over here is kind of cute. And I like his drink of choice. He's having a, a red wine tonight. What is it that's so great about being in a relationship that you want me to be in one, too? Oh, it's just so much fun. I mean, right now, what we're doing here, isn't this fun? Yeah, but this isn't being in a relationship. This is you and me having drinks and making people feel uncomfortable. So, I'm sorry to bother you. My name is Jeff, and this is my friend Jen. What's your name? I'm Irvin. Irvin, Irvin. hi. I thought for sure that your name was Google. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because, baby, you got everything I'm looking for. <laughs> Oh, God. That's good. He's laughing. That's a good sign. <laughs> it's because he's touching me. Oh, I'm rubbing. I'm rubbing all over. All right, Jeff, your work is done. See you later. Kristen just sent me a text. She's inviting me over to her place. Oh, well, How I... How much longer is this going to go on? I think, I think we should probably get you out of here because you've really learned to make some great passes at other men. <laughs> That was a lot of fun. It was. It was fun. Jen, a very good, time. good job. You used a pickup line. I know. You touched somebody. I, oh, yeah. I had my hands all over Those him. Those were both tips from our dating experts. Yes. Engaging people. Yes, making them laugh. Yeah. It was fun. Did you like working the room like that and kind of meeting oh, folks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> I can tell. Was, no, it was fun. It was good. They're very nice. There were some very nice men there last night. Yeah, great crowd. A lot, a lot of wedding rings in there, though. Yeah. A lot of dudes. A lot of in guys, the, yeah. but a lot of wedding rings. Wait, but no wives. By the way, but, did you, right. you hear the first guy you talked to? You asked if he was single, or maybe Jeff did. He goes, uh, yeah, I am right now. <laughs> hey. hey. Oh, yeah, but then yeah. also, poor Craig. You know, Jeff has this conversation with Craig and goes to introduce him to me, and he goes, Jen, I'd like you to meet Chris. <laughs> He's like, Craig, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so Jen's five-day challenge continues. Technically, you only have one more to go. I don't think you should count me as a date since I was technically your wingman, but... I think it counts. She went out. Fair enough. <laughs> she did. Have we made a decision as to the next date? Well, I, th- I think the one that we had contacted is out of town until this weekend. Oh, okay. So, oh. so we'll have to. The 17th. So. Yeah. Shelve so it until that the 17th. Would be Sunday. Right. And so we'll see then. Okay. Wow, mm-hmm. that's exciting. Well, maybe we'll go out with him on Monday. Yep. The offers are still pouring in. If you would like to submit an application to go on a date with Jen and have the kind of fun that I had last night. You can go to WKRQ.com. It's Jen's five-date challenge on Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.